prepare to experience the strongest radio allowable by law. Secrets will be revealed. Myths dispelled. From the studio gym where excuses never apply, it's Superhuman Radio with your host, Carl Lenore. Welcome back to another episode of Superhuman Radio. We have an outstanding show planned for you today. And I say that uh, with all honesty. The first half hour, I'll be joined by my co-host for Science for Humans, Dr. Jeff Galini, to talk about a new foundation he just started and a book that he has just released that kind of fits nicely into the discussion. Then, at the bottom of the hour, I'm going to be joined by Carrie Gillum, who... Uh, has been very, very effective at writing some amazing articles about glyphosate. I come to find out after speaking with her that she just released a book, and it's unbelievable. Uh, she has no dog in this fight. She is an investigative journalist. She worked for Reuters for years. It's not like she's um, part of the non-GMO community. But what she has assembled when you connect the dots is nothing short of what the book is called, Whitewash, a story of weed killer, cancer, and the corruption of science. But before we do anything else, we always have to pay homage to All-American Pharmaceutical and EFX Sports. Their title sponsorship makes this show go round. And you can go to net right now and get six of their top-selling products absolutely free. Just pay shipping. And that's because Dr. Jeff believes you should never buy anything, nothing, until you've tried it first. And with that, this is Science for Humans with Dr. Jeff Galini. How you doing, Dr. J? Oh, I'm doing great, Carl. How about you? How does it feel being the good guy in the supplement industry? I just thought of that. It's like everything you do. <laughs> no, 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 really. Everything you do comes from wanting to do good. Like this new, this new organization, this uh, new um, foundation you started. Everything you do comes from wanting to do good and i mean even the idea that you give away six products just so people can try them and decide whether they want to buy them how does it feel being the good guy in the supplement industry you know i i think it it feels good man i mean you know my whole life uh i was taught to be honest to be a, a man of your word and you know you should always help others i mean i remember back when uh, I was young, getting started, not only in my football careers or my bodybuilding or business. There were always people that helped me out, and you know that's what life is about, man. So, so it feels good. It feels good to be able to give back and to do things that necessarily you're not doing them for a monetary gain. You know, right? I mean, obviously we got to make a living, but which is why this new foundation um, started. You know, St. Anthony's Research and Education Institute. Now, it's interesting why you chose St. Anthony. Anthony. Those of us who are Christian or Catholic, especially Catholic, because that's where the saints come into play. Um, yeah. You told me that St. Anthony is the saint that of, of lost things, right? Yeah, correct. If you are Catholic, you know, uh, Catholics um, have a whole lot of saints, uh, probably more than one for every day. <laughs> and, for every, usually, and for every situation, too, right? Yeah, every situation. Yeah. And they're usually known for something well. There was a saint uh, named Anthony. I forget what his last name was, and I, I forget 1700s or something. But 
he ended up being associating with lost things. And as I was thinking about, you know, a name for this foundation, um, I, I was like, you know, really I'm, I'm researching health. People have lost their health. And I thought, you know, that's kind of St. Anthony. I kind of like that. You know, I wanted to have something that was grounded um, in what, you know, I believe that, you know, there are ways of, of healing things. Um, maybe people haven't thought of it. The research, because we're going to be doing research, you know, all of the research that I've currently done under uh, All-American Pharmaceutical is all going to be shifted to the new uh, foundation. Uh, they will now be doing all the research. Uh, I'll, I'll be doing the research through though, through there. And the Institute is because people don't know how to do research. I can't tell you how many people ask me, how do you research? How do you do research? So I'm going to eventually... Um, this institute will be accredited where people will, be actually, will actually be able to get uh, college credits um, for either attending a class or watching it online. Uh, that's all still to be determined. Do you remember the prayer for St. Anthony? I, I, just, I, do I not. just looked at it. Now I remember it from catechism class. Do you? Yes. St. Anthony, please come around. Something is lost and it cannot be found. Oh, yeah. Ah, that's so funny. Wow. Yeah. So you know, I mean, I, so I, I again, I wanted to to make this foundation um, again something where, when you look at it, you go, oh, okay, it must be religious. It's got a saint something in there. So again, it's nonprofit. But um, you know, there's there's so much out there, Carl. That you know, you and I have talked about the medical profession over and over again, and I don't get how they can spend trillions of dollars and not figure anything out. It's it's because you know? it's a racket. You can't, you know... I know it is. You, you, if you find the cure, you put yourself out of a job. Yeah. So, you know, years ago, I, I started to do some cancer research uh, because I had some inclination on some things that arose from some prior studies, and I actually have a published study out there um, very, very effective. You know, this this cure that I was working on um, in vitro, you know, killed like, I think, 85% of um, breast, cell, uh, breast cancer. And it went on to, you know, 30, 40, 50% of other types of uh, lymphotic and, and such cancer. And again, it was just really preliminary stages. Uh, I presented the research. Um, it was accepted. It was published. And many, many doctors have, um, you know, used that research as a reference now. So I really think that there's a way to eradicate cancer. I mean, I know there is. You know, we know that it's a very, very complex thing. It's evolving. But I'm sorry, you know, with the trillions of dollars being spent out there, you know, I thought, well, maybe, you know, maybe it's time that somebody independently... Well, you, you know, I, I got to jump in here. profit. Yeah, but, but you know, you got to think about this for a second, right? So I did a show two years ago, I think it was, maybe it was three, mm -hmm. exposing yeah. the financial scheme over at the, uh, um, oh, oh gosh, I can't believe I did, uh, the Susan G. Komen Foundation, right? And right. when you look at their, when you look at their end-of-year uh, P&L and financial statements, they spend less than 15% and closer to 11% of all the money they collect on research for a cure. Yeah. Now, think yeah. about this for a second. 
<clears throat> when I, I actually called them for that show, and the, I got a girl who interfaces with the media, and she had a bunch of canned answers for me, and she said, well, we do a lot. We invest a lot of money in education, you know, uh, how to right. how to palpate the breast, to find breast, you know, all this. And I, and I think that's all great. I, get, I think that's great. And I even said this to her. I said, but your slogan is Susan G. Komen for the cure. It's not Susan G. Komen for yeah. improved education about breast cancer awareness. And how are you only spending 11% of your money that you collect? And then when you look at the payroll, holy mackerel. I think Susan G. Komen's sister runs the foundation. She is. I think she stepped down since because mm-hmm. a lot of people jumped on her. But she was making like uh, just over a half a million dollars a year. Well, it, it's interesting that you say that because this is the first nonprofit, and this is a, a real 501-3C um, where people can contribute. You know, you get tax um, receipts. Right. So, but it's interesting uh, going through the process on when it says to how to pay people that it just has to be reasonable within the industry and i'm thinking what an open for a scam you know here's somebody like me could you know get a grant for a million and a half dollars and i can pay myself a million dollars to research and keep the money i I mean it's such a scam you know the way these whole nonprofits work Um, so anyhow that that's one of the reasons is you know most of the money goes to you know hospitals or universities or some foundation and they have no intention to really find a cure. I remember being out at um, something called the. Um, oh, now my mind went blank. Um, anyhow, it, must, it was must one be of the in big, the air. It must be in the air. I uh, the same thing. Yeah, it must be. Um, I want to say FASCO, but it's something like that. But anyhow, I presented uh, some research there, and I was the only like independent guy. The rest of them were hospitals, universities, and listening to these people talk about. Oh, we never really want to find anything. We just want to get the money, do research, get her name in the paper, and then go find more money. I mean, and I'm like, well, aren't you guys ever going to commercialize some new drug or anything? Ah, oh, we don't care. Interesting. They, they don't care. Yeah. Their job is dependent about getting free money and basically. But anyhow, so uh, so the cancer is one thing. You know, um, I've been, uh, I've got published research on diabetes. Carbolin is really being looked at by the whole Diabetes Foundation because they are perplexed how a carbohydrate, call it a complex sugar, um, can lower people's sugar levels. So, you know, I kind of exhausted the money that I had to put into that. Um, I did four studies in the last three years. The research has been published. Um, So I'm going to continue on with that. And, of course, you know, I'm at FDA for an orphan drug for an arthritis cure. So I want to continue on with with that. But there's something that is really a growing um, thing, which led to my my sixth book in Dr. Jeff's Health Series, and that's the whole Androplause thing, Uh, this whole low testosterone. You know, it's another doctor's, let me just give you a, a shot and not really look into what the cause of it is or helping you improve you know what i mean it's crazy yeah no i agree and see this is where medicine is actually changing right now um the fda has approved 
I think to date, 26 pharmacies to fill prescriptions on peptides. So mm-hmm. doctors can now write prescriptions for GHRP6 or BPC-157, thymosin beta-4. Um, why is this important? Because peptides pre- pre- uh, presents the first regenerative drug opportunity to hit the market. Right. Over. So all these drugs you see being advertised, Lyrica and they are tantamount to pulling the battery out of the smoke detector and sitting back down on your sofa while your house burns down. They mask the symptoms, <laughs> but you still have the disease, and the disease is still going to shorten your life. We know that. But right. peptides, protein peptides are, are messages. They are usually created by the endoplasmic reticulum so that cells can communicate with other cells around them. But peptides are messages in a bottle that actually correct diseases, disease states. Thymosin beta-4 has been used now in several studies to reverse the damage to ischemia reperfusion in both the brain and the heart. That's amazing. If you get if you get a 2-milligram injection of thymosin beta-4 within six hours of an ischemia reperfusion event, a heart attack, a stroke, six months later... There's almost zero evidence that you had a heart attack or a stroke. That's repair. That's not, oh, we're going to give you a drug that's going to change the way your heart beats to compensate for the fact that it's not beating right anymore. That's, we're going to fix it so it's not broken when you come out of this. And, and you know, that is, I, I want to say old school because, you know, you got to go back yes. to uh, Chinese medicine and things. And I think I might have told you this one time, but when I was over there, you know, it was interesting because when you go to a um, doctor of that regime, they spend a whole lot of time looking into your history because they're trying to find what causes the ailment. Right. And everything they do is to fix what's broken. You know, I mean, duct tape is good, but come on, you know. Uh, right. You can't just keep duct tape and stuff and not go back and, and look at the cause. You know, and I think andropause or low testosterone is one of those things. We say, oh, it's a new phenomena. No, it's not a new phenomena. People are just living longer, you know, because people are taking better care of themselves, well, at least some people are, um, than what we lived, you know, 60, 70 years ago. Uh, but uh, you see, this, and, this is somewhere where I have to, I, I have to make a comment. I, I really don't think yeah. we're living longer, but I think that we expect more out of life now than they did. Uh, that's true. Because, because when you think about it, we have been living into our 8th, ninth, 10th decade of life for recorded history. You can go to any old World War, Civil War um, uh, era cemetery and find plenty of tombstones where people lived into 70 and 80 and 90. But the difference right. is our parents, they eased into old old age, they easily you know. Well, I'm 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 50 now. I don't do that anymore. I'm 60. I don't do. That. But we want to squeeze every drop out of life. We're like, I'm 60 now. I still want to do that. We want more out of life, and I think that's really what's changed the game for our generation. Yeah, and I think I think you're exactly right. Um, you know, when you look at a hundred, I think it's something a hundred thousand people a day or whatever are turning 55. 
Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, what was that old slogan year, uh, years ago? You know, it was 50s, the new 30. Now it's 60s, the new 30. Right, right. Uh, I mean, nobody wants to age. I mean, Hollywood has told us that aging is no good. I mean, you know, the models and all the stuff that they, they put on us. So, yeah, we are. We're expecting more from life. But there are things that I think that are creating this event at a earlier age. Oh, okay. Okay. And you cover this in a new book. And actually, for a limited time, later today, on the superhumanradio.net website, uh, you'll be able to get a copy of the ebook just for a limited time. It's probably only going to be up there until maybe Tuesday or Wednesday of next week. Um, So go to the website. And as soon as you get there, you'll be challenged with a pop-up, and you just put your name and email address in there, and it'll be emailed to you right away. But let's talk about what you've learned when you started doing the research for the book when we come back from the break. How's that sound? Sure. Sounds okay. good. So stay tuned. You're listening to Superhuman Radio. We'll be right back. ever heard of a supplement company that lets you pick the products they make and sell what you have now we are all american body a factory direct supplement brand proudly brought to you by all american pharmaceutical don't pay more somewhere else you can get the same or even better products directly from us now check this out all american body is a brand about you tell us what to make next so you can save big go ahead and request a specific ingredient you know arginine citrulline vitamin d a product type or category keto greens naturals herbals nootropics and even a specific brand product or formula. We'll either copy it exactly or make it even better. And best of all, it won't cost anything close to what you've been paying, period. And if we do end up using your suggestion, you'll get the first bottle absolutely free. We'll also give you full credit on that product's description page. You'll be famous signing autographs and people asking you to take pictures with them wherever you go. So head on over to allamericanbody.com right now. That's allamericanbody.com and make your product request today. All American Body. Crazy savings, insane results. What if a sports nutrition company actually let you try all of their best products for free before you ever bought one. You'd be dreaming, right? Well, you're not dreaming. Head over to efxsports.com and grab their new sample kit that includes not one, not two, but six of their top sellers. That's right. Six different samples of their top sellers sent out to you immediately to try. Just cover a small shipping and handling fee, and they're on their way to you. See for yourself why EFX Sports has taken the industry by storm and why so many athletes worldwide depend on their products, dominate their competition safely and legally. Head over to EFXSports.com right now and click the EFX Sample Kit in the online store and get your free kit today. Once again, that's EFXSports.com. Now, the number one best-selling non-hormonal anabolic agent at PredatorNutrition.com. Progenidrex has established itself as the category killer. If you're having difficulty gaining muscle while staying lean, you owe it to yourself to try Progenidrex. 100% of store reviews rated it at five stars, the highest possible ranking. And today, right now, there are guys pouring their hearts out in the gym with little or nothing to show for it. Don't waste any more time. Go to PredatorNutrition.com today and get Progenidrex, the world's absolute best drug-free muscle gainer. Hey, this is Carl. Start your day just like I do with a high-dose lipospheric vitamin C from Live On Labs. You too can benefit from Live On Labs lipospheric delivery system. No more pills or powders. That's outdated technology. Live On Labs has the world's most efficient vitamin delivery system, period. Learn a lot more today at liveonlabs.com and benefit from their new reduced pricing. 
That's liveonlabs.com, L-I-V-O-N, labs.com. When's the last time you look forward to taking your pre-workout? I mean, like thinking about it the night before, shaking it up, anticipating the way it tastes. The music starts to thump louder. The weight starts to get lighter. Get ready to feel that way. Bounty Hunter is that pre-workout. Bounty Hunter will make you believe in pre-workouts again. Get free shipping with code SHR on a jug of ridiculously delicious, badass vanilla bourbon Bounty Hunter. Go to wildwestnutrition.com or click the banner ad at superhumanradio.net. Thrive Market wants to give you $60 in free organic products of your choice plus free shipping just to get you to check them out. Over 4,000 organic products to choose from and up to 50% off all their products. And shopping at Thrive Market is more convenient than anywhere else. Order online or on their app in minutes, day or night, and get everything delivered right to your door. Go to superhumanradio.net and click the Thrive Market banner ad and get your $60 in free organic foods and free shipping today. You're listening to the Superhuman Channel. We're ripped and we're ready. Welcome back to Science for Humans. So Dr. Jeff uh, just released a new book, How to Short Circuit Andropause. It should be something that every man should do, especially if you're in your 30s, because around 40s is when it starts to happen. What did you learn? Well, you know, I've come to learn that I think every basic problem in the body is from cellular aging, I'll just call it. There's something called the Hayflick limit, right. which says that most cells um, are limited. That they have a lit- limited number of times that they can divide before right. that cell basically ceases and then will die. Well, I think that, you know, this, this uh, andropause thing for men and women is happening earlier and earlier in life. We never saw it in, you know, guys in their 20s. Um, in their 30s. I mean, you know, you would see some. Um, I think a lot of it is, you know, what's happening in our food sources. It's killing our cells. I mean, you know, we've talked about the glyphosate and all the GMO um, pesticides, um, preservatives, nitrates. You know, that's number one. Uh, number two, you know, we were just talking about it. We We want more out of life. You know, Things like exercise and sleep are probably the two most important things that are um, part of increasing testosterone levels. You know, I mean, how many people did you go to school with who are still working out? Yeah, right, I exactly. Mean, yeah. They aren't anymore, you know, and they wonder why they have problems, why they're overweight. Um, but again, you know, the medical profession, we've got a cure for this. You know, just take this pill or take this shot. Oh, they don't even um, want to give you anything for andropause. They tell you that it's all in your head. Uh, it, it's, it's yeah, crazy. well, you know, andropause is kind of the name that, the physiological name that, you know, we are now giving it. Yeah, because of know, women, it, women have menopause, right? So basically yeah. what we're talking yeah. about here is the cessation of sex steroid production uh, by, in yep. men and by the gonads and in women uh, by, by the ovaries. And so, um, you know, sleep is a profound effector yeah. here and it's one that leads to a lot of disease states too and i just talked about this yesterday on another show that i did uh with uh, ken o'neill and when i talk about libido people cringe they think like oh he's he's gonna tell some offhanded joke about sex and make everybody feel uncomfortable no uh, you know a- as a species 
we have only one job. Live long uh-huh. enough to procreate and then die. Exactly in that order. Everything else is optional. Becoming a movie star, a successful businessman, having, you know, having a nice car, owning a nice home. That stuff doesn't matter to the DNA in your body. What matters to the DNA in your body is that up through the reproductive years, you have a child. And then after that, you die on time and clear out so that the species can continue to grow. And anything you do that causes a cessation of sex steroid productions, hence anything you do that decreases your desire for sex, hence anything you do that lowers libido is shortening your life. Now, it's very easy to see this in women. It's a lot harder to see it in men. Women are so much more complex because they have the machinery to make humans in their bellies. But if a woman drops her calories too low, she stops having a period. You know why that is? Because her body is saying, wow, she can't even find enough food to feed herself. We better turn off the baby machinery because she couldn't support a baby right now. And in men, it's much more subtle. We lose our libido. We become grumpy. Sperm motility drops. uh, Actual sperm count drops. We don't see that as much as a woman goes, oh, my God, I didn't get my period this month. With guys, it's it's hidden, but it's still the same thing. Anything you do that lowers libido is shortening your life. Anything you do that raises your libido is going to lengthen your life because your body thinks, oh, this person still has a few more opportunities to make a baby. Yep. It is. It is very interesting, you know, and like you said, it's not as subtle in men, but it is. You know, I mean, that whole midlife crisis thing people used to talk about, that's because of this. You know, guys do stupid things when they have to compensate for something, you know, and a decrease in libido, um, rise of depression. Yep. um, You're tired all the time. You wonder why you can't get rid of body fat okay, you're on the couch, you're drinking beer, you're eating junk food. You know, those also contribute to it. But why could you do, eat all that stuff when you were younger? Well, it's because of the testosterone, you know. And the women are the same way, you know. They think that when we talk about, you know, testosterone, that it's only a man thing. No, women, the reason why you have trouble losing weight as you age is because your testosterone has diminished. Women have testosterone, men have testosterone, and we both have estrogen. It's just that women have more estrogen, men have more testosterone. That's what makes us different. Um, so again, you know, my first book, uh, The Truth About Your Testosterone, I really got into, you know, foods, things to do, things not to do that affected your testosterone. In this book, I'm just really bringing it to, to light that, hey, this is something out there, it's something real. Here are some options, you know, here are some things to think about, and they're really simple. I do reference the testosterone book because, again, I think if you're really concerned about, you know, living a better life, you know, you want to take a look at that book, too, because, again, it gives you lots of good information. Um, You can get these books. Uh, Barnes & Noble has picked them all up, Carl, so barnesandnoble.com has all of them. Of course, EFX Sports um, has them. They're nice little 50-page um, soft bat books, so they're not really long. If you read the whole thing from start to finish, maybe an hour, and hopefully it's easy to understand. I didn't write it from a real medical perspective. I tried to to give you information and write it to where you don't have to be a you know a chemist or a, a doctor to understand it. 
Um, and then, you know, pick it up now, man. I, I got the ebooks available uh, on Superhuman Radio. So those are just going to be for a limited time. Free. Those are going to yeah, be for a limited, yeah, a limited and time, and they're free. They're free. But somebody somebody asked me the other day, why do you sell these books? And I said, well, it costs money <laughs> to make them, <laughs> to produce it, to right. print. Right. I mean, at four dollars and ninety nine cents, I'm telling you, there's not a whole lot of profit in these books, but it at least covers the the expenses. You know, I, I give away so many of them, but I do got to sell some to try to print more. Yeah, and I can't believe somebody got, asked I, you that. That's so. That's oh, hilarious. they ask all kind of stupid things one yeah. time. You know, some, sometimes people think supplements Santa. Um, just should always give things away, and they forget that Supplement Santa has to pay his bills. <laughs> <Also>. <laughs> we don't think about that, do we? Santa, supplement no, Santa, no, man. Yeah, Supplement Santa is not subsidized by the government or anything like that either. So. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he don't get nothing from the government, yeah. man. He, he pays a lot to the government. So yeah, That's so funny. Well, the book will be on supiumradio.net probably within the next couple of hours. I know Arvind is trying to get it up there right now. We had to yep. create a nice image for it. And you'll be able to get it there for free for a limited time. And then, of course, Barnes & Noble. And um, is it available at the EFX website also? Yeah. Um, the Android Plus book should be going up uh, today or tomorrow on the EFX if it's not already there. And you'll be able to find... Um, the other six books that I have, this will be the seventh. This is the sixth in the health series. Got one more plan, and then I'm going to take a little break. Um, I'm going to do my how to prevent injuries. So oh, yeah. I think that'll be a good, good That's one really good because you really were injury-free for your entire professional sports career, right? I really was. When you look at the few injuries that I had, I was back in less than a week. And these were more um, high school football, you know, right. college football. Um, but bodybuilding, I never missed a beat. Um, and again, it was because there's a way to prevent and then there's a way to recuperate from that injury. So that's my next book. So that's exciting. That's exciting. Dr. Jeff, you're the best, man. You're the best. Uh, you're awesome, Carl. Thank you so much. Man. Right, Have I'll a talk good to you one. later, brother. All right, we're going to take one quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to del- dump into a story that I really want to do. Uh, we're going to be talking about my favorite weed killer, Roundup, or glyphosate. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. What if a sports nutrition company actually let you try all of their best products for free before you ever bought one? You'd be dreaming, right? Well, you're not dreaming. Head over to efxsports.com and grab their new sample kit that includes not one, not two, but six of their top sellers. That's right. Six different samples of their top sellers sent out to you immediately to try. Just cover a small shipping and handling fee, and they're on their way to you. See for yourself why EFX Sports has taken the industry by storm and why so many athletes worldwide depend on their products, dominate their competition safely and legally. Head over to EFXSports.com right now and click the EFX Sample Kit in the online store and get your free kit today. Once again, that's EFXSports.com. 
Who ever heard of a supplement company that lets you pick the products they make and sell? What you have now, we are All-American Body, a factory direct supplement brand proudly brought to you by All-American Pharmaceutical. Don't pay more somewhere else. You can get the same or even better products directly from us. Now check this out. All-American Body is a brand about you. Tell us what to make next so you can save big. Go ahead and request a specific ingredient. You know, arginine, citrulline, vitamin D, a product type or category, keto, greens, naturals, herbals, nootropics, and even a specific branded product or formula. We either copy it exactly or make it even better. And best of all, it won't cost anything close to what you've been paying, period. And if we do end up using your suggestion, you'll get the first bottle absolutely free. We'll also give you full credit on that product's description page. You'll be famous signing autographs and people asking you to take pictures with them wherever you go. So head on over to allamericanbody.com right now. That's allamericanbody.com and make your product request today. All American Body, crazy savings, insane results. If you followed my transformation on Facebook, you've been wondering what I've done to create such dramatic results. One of the things is I've started every day with the Kegenics Prime and then trained fasted and remained fasted till my first meal at 2 o'clock. Kegenics Prime gives me all the energy I need while shutting down hunger. And since the ketones are bound to a quad mineral blend, I'm getting all the magnesium, calcium, potassium, and sodium I need to keep my minerals in balance. Try Kegenics Prime yourself. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Kegenics banner ad today and save 25% off your first purchase. Kegenics Prime, I couldn't have done it without it. Ever feel like you want something crunchy? From the company that gave us the Quest Protein Bar, now comes the Quest High Protein Potato Chips. With 21 grams of high-quality protein and only 5 grams of carbs and no artificial ingredients. Just like Quest Bars, you'll feel like you're cheating, but you're not. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Quest High Protein Potato Chip banner ad today and get ready to be satisfied. Thanks to Quest Nutrition, chips just aren't what they used to be. Hey, this is Carl. Start your day just like I do with a high-dose lipospheric vitamin C from Live On Labs. You too can benefit from Live On Labs lipospheric delivery system. No more pills or powders. That's outdated technology. Live On Labs has the world's most efficient vitamin delivery system, period. Learn a lot more today at liveonlabs.com and benefit from their new reduced pricing. That's liveonlabs.com, L-I-V-O-N, labs.com. If you suffer from abdominal bloating, relief is here. Introducing Atrantil. Developed by a board-certified gastroenterologist, it relieves bloating where it starts, in the small bowel. That's why works while other remedies don't. In clinical trials, 88% of bloating sufferers who use prescription medications with no relief found relieve their symptoms, and it's available without a prescription because is made from a patented molecular combination of botanical extracts. It's not a probiotic. Plus, it's natural, vegan, gluten-free, and non-GMO. A-T-R-A-N-T-I-L Atrontil Atrontil Even the name is proven to make you feel better. Go to lovemytummy.com and use code SHR for 10% off. That's code SHR at lovemytummy.com lovemytummy.com Spit that out right now. This is the Superhuman Channel. I've been watching you a la 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 long, a la 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 long, 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 long. Welcome back. This is really an appropriate song because I've been watching glyphosate for a very long, long time. And we've been talking about it on this show probably, um, well, I don't know, at least a decade. And, um, it, it's worrisome to me. 
And the other day I shared an article from The Guardian on uh, one of our Facebook groups about the uh, prevalence of finding um, glyphosate, residual glyphosate in a variety of different foods. And I got lucky and I was actually able to reach out and speak to the author of that article. And it's uh, Carrie Gillum. How are you doing, Carrie? Good, good. Thanks for having me, Carl. Yeah, I'm really excited to have you. And when I read the article, at first I thought, well, I could track down the people that did the study, but you had such a great grasp on everything. And I thought, wow. And then I got to talk to you, and then I found out that you just published a book recently called Whitewash. And how I missed this, I have no idea. Um, But before we even talk about that, it's important for me to set the stage on something, because it appears that everybody in the glyphosate discussion is either you know has a has a vested interest in protecting glyphosate or has become a zealot against glyphosate you're not either of those you're a 25 year investigating a a, a journalist uh worked for reuters for a long period of time i mean you didn't come into this going oh i know someone whose kid got autism i think it's glyphosate let me prove it you came into this looking at glyphosate. Why? How did this start so long ago for you? Well, uh, it's a long story. So I was covering the banking industry. You're right. I've been a journalist a really long time. I've written about a number of different industries. And it was in the 1990s, 1998, that Reuters asked me to move to Kansas City and start covering food and agriculture and farming. Uh, this company I didn't know much about named Monsanto had just rolled out genetically engineered crops. And it was my job to really dig in and and understand what this meant for agriculture and food production and, of course, you know, our diets. And that led me, of course, to glyphosate, which is Monsanto's Roundup, the active ingredient in Roundup. And it's the reason uh, for the introduction of these genetically engineered crops that were Roundup ready, you know, these crops that could be sprayed directly with, with Roundup. So I've tracked this over the years, the the surging use of these glyphosate herbicides and and what they're doing to food as well as the environment and, and how that impacts our health. And, and you know, it, it's important to, to for me to also say this, and my audience that listened to me long enough has heard me say this at least more than once, but <clears throat> I'm not opposed to GMO. I'm not opposed to genetic, genetic modifications of food crops, okay? What I, what I want to see is long-term testing to make sure that there isn't something we miss. But more importantly, I'm all for genetic modifications that improve the nutrient density and quality of crops. But all of the genetic modifications to date, if not all, most of them, have been more to benefit industry uh, by allowing them to, in this case, uh, spray you know, hundreds of millions of pounds of glyphosate on specific crops and kill the weeds and not kill the crops. That doesn't benefit people. That benefits the industry. Exactly. I mean, and that's by design. Uh, they, the companies that sell these seeds like to talk about they're needed to feed the world and, you know, to help poor farmers and that sort of thing. And Really, from day one, um, you know, if you look at the internal documents, you look at the reports uh, that these companies were making to their investors, this was never about feeding the world. This was about selling more chemicals. Um, and that's why 
back in the 90s and still today, if you look around the world, the most prevalent genetically engineered trait planted around the world is that of herbicide tolerance, which is meant to increase and encourage the use of, of herbicides. Now, as you said, there are some other traits. There's an insecticide um, resistant or, or, or tolerant trait of BT, uh, which makes the plant, in essence, its own um, insecticide, right. makes it to- toxic to insects. And there are some disease-tolerant um, traits or disease-protectant pr- traits, I should say. Um, but the companies, you know, they, they like to talk about making crops more nutritious and more consumer-friendly, and that just really isn't happening. No, and, and quite frankly, since you invoked the BT crop, uh, 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 I, I want to mention that um, – I think the BT crop is a problem too. You know, while it it kills the corn borer, the the genetically modific the genetic modification that actually allows the the, the, the crop to produce its own uh, insecticide. You know, the 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 when they say the poison is in the dose, well, the dose is related to the size of the host, and you know, while it kills the corn borer. It may just make people really sick, but they just don't pick up and put two and two together. Yeah, I mean, there are definitely concerns about that. You're making the plant toxic uh, yeah. to insects. And what is that doing to people who are consuming it? That, that's been a long-lasting question. We don't have biomonitoring. We never really have. We don't label foods that are made with genetically engineered ingredients. We haven't done that uh, to date. So... The industry will say there's never been a documented case of anyone getting sick from eating genetically engineered foods. Well, no one has ever tracked it or studied it. You know, we don't we, we don't we don't put humans in in different cages and feed certain numbers of them GMOs and certain numbers of them not GMOs. You know, we don't do that. No, we do that with laboratory animals. And certain scientists have found distinct differences in laboratory animals who are fed GMOs versus non-GMO. But um, we really don't have any established science on the health and safety of the genetic engineering in the crops themselves. We do have much more uh, evidence about these herbicides uh, and, and other pesticides and what they are doing to human health. So let's talk about glyphosate for, for a moment and, and start there. So what were some of your early discoveries that made you think, wait a minute, this, this is getting scary now? I can answer it in a lot of different ways. I mean, one thing I found really interesting was early on, you know, I was told by Monsanto and others in the agrochemical industry that farmers really wanted this. They really were demanding it, (laughs) you know, and and the, the, the companies were just really helping out farmers. And, you know, that was true to a certain extent with soybean farmers. Uh, Corn farmers did seem to embrace this. But then I watched as uh, Monsanto in particular really tried to push this Roundup Ready system into the wheat industry and tried to get wheat farmers to embrace it. And the wheat farmers didn't need it. and They didn't want it. They really wanted something to help them with disease. Um, and But Monsanto really wanted them to buy more weed killers. So this became an ongoing battle for several years uh, between the wheat industry and, and Monsanto and ultimately, Monsanto backed away. Um, but that kind of opened my eyes to the fact that, you know what, this really isn't about helping the farmer. This is about selling more weed killer. Well, interestingly enough, Monsanto may have backed away from the idea of genetically modified wheat that would withstand hundreds of millions of pounds of, of Roundup. But they 
creatively did get a, a, a way for the wheat farmers to use Roundup to synchronize the crop. Um, That's true. You know, and so, and, and actually, we may have fared better if they would have used it during the growing season than, than days before they harvested it. And there's still so much residual glyphosate on the wheat. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, uh, an acre of wheat matures at different rates. And so most farmers end up with, uh, you know, 80% yield per acre where, you know, 20% of it, it wasn't ready to be harvested. But what are we going to do? Well, Monsanto came up with this brilliant idea. They said, you know, if you spray uh, Roundup on, on non-genetically modified wheat, it'll kill it. But wait a minute, killing it, the process of it dying is what wheat matures when you force it to age quickly because it's dying. It's like, oh, I, I, this is my last shot at c- continuing the species to mature. And so when they spray a, an acre of wheat now with Roundup, four days before they harvest it, it all synchronizes. They get 100% yield from the crop, so they're using it for the wrong reason now. Yeah, I mean, that's a really good point. Monsanto very brilliantly uh, came up with a marketing plan. They have a nice glossy black marketing brochure uh, that they distribute to farmers, uh, encouraging them to desiccate their crops, which is to, yes, to spray this weed killer over them shortly before harvest. And it's so it's it's not just wheat, but it's but it's oats and barley and and lentils, a whole array of different types of crops, potatoes sometimes. Um, and what this does, what we've seen, is that this can leave really high residues in the finished product. Even I recall, and I think I mentioned it in my book, a, a researcher um, up in the Dakotas who was studying, looking at flour, and was very surprised to report that every flour sample, you know, this is processed. Uh, this isn't raw grain, but uh, every wheat sample or every flour sample he found had glyphosate residues in it. See, and this is the scary thing about this, right? So um, a few years ago, uh, some German scientists uh, started testing uh, breast milk in mothers living in inner cities in Germany, way, way, way far away from the agricultural areas, and found glyphosate in breast milk. Um, I wrote a blog when that scary... Uh, a uh, study came out that showed that there was residual glyphosate in cotton uh, uh, bearing tampons. I, and I actually had somebody from the chemical industry write me a scathing email telling me that uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm overreacting that small amount of glyphosate. And I emailed him back as crudely as it sounds. No amount of glyphosate should be in a woman's vagina. End of story. It's like, don't tell me about what safe upper limits are. You don't know. Isn't that part of the problem today? When, when, when the FDA set safe upper limits of chemicals, did they ever think that, like glyphosate, you could sit down to a meal with five items and all five items could be laced with glyphosate? Yeah. I mean, this is an area that um, there's a lot of debate and a lot of dispute, certainly, because that's, you're right. I mean, this is what the chemical industry will tell you, is that it's perfectly fine for, you know, the cereal that you're eating or the bread that you're eating or whatever to have traces of this weed killer. And they say, you know, insecticides, fungicides, it's perfectly fine, you're safe, don't worry about it. Uh, and the EPA sets what they call maximum residue levels or maximum residue limits and says anything above that is illegal, anything below it is legal and safe and don't worry about it. Um, 
But there are many scientists around the world who, who say that is, that is deeply flawed. It doesn't take cumulative exposure into account. It doesn't take into account the fact, as you said, that we might be consuming an array of different, you know, pesticides, different classes of different pesticides that have different impacts upon our health, upon our brain function, upon our gut microbial um, microbiome. Uh, and they are very worried about it. And our own, some of our own government scientists within the National Institutes of Health are saying our science has not kept up with where we are right now with all these environmental contaminants. And gosh, if you look around, I mean, look at rising rates of cancer, pediatric cancers, look at autism and ADHD numbers. You know, we're really, really sick. <laughs> and we're putting a lot of effort and attention into how to treat it, how to pop pills, how to chop off body parts and radiate ourselves. Perhaps we need to take a look at what we're doing to make ourselves sick. You are so right. And that, that's that been the mission of this show for going on 13 years, for people to become more critical thinking about their health and their lives. And, you, you know, I, I have to take a break. And when we come back, I want to start to talk about, since you talked about microbiome, I want to talk about glyphosate and what it actually does uh, in the body. So we're talking today with Carrie Gillum. Uh, the book is called Whitewashed. It's a, it's a fantastic book. You should get it. You should educate yourself about this. If you don't strive to eat organic produce, you're making a huge mistake. And quite frankly, I'm at a point now, and I'll let Carrie weigh in on this when we come back. I'm starting to worry that glyphosate is everywhere. And even if you strive and spend the extra money for organic, you may still be exposed to it. Stay tuned. Seventy-four percent of Americans are living with digestive issues. They take pills and potions to mask the symptoms but never address the root cause. Introducing GI Ultramax Pro, a complex of scientifically substantiated all-star ingredients that reestablish your gut's operating system, allowing you to be better shielded against the bad actors in your food and environment. The gut is complicated, and it takes GI Ultramax Pro to deliver real, long-lasting results. Go to superhumanradio.net and click the GI Ultramax Ultramax Pro banner ad or visit MotherEarthLabs.com and use code SHR for free shipping. Hey, this is Carl. Start your day just like I do with a high-dose lipospheric vitamin C from Live On Labs. You too can benefit from Live On Labs lipospheric delivery system. No more pills or powders. That's outdated technology. Live On Labs has the world's most efficient vitamin delivery system, period. Learn a lot more today at LiveOnLabs.com and benefit from their new reduced pricing. That's liveonlabs.com, L-I-V-O-N, labs.com. Whether your goal is to build muscle or burn fat, you'll find everything you need at Redcon 1. Need help getting a good night's sleep? Try Fade Out or the most popular pre-workout supplement on the market today, Total War. Sign up for their new transformation challenge and win $10,000. Or shop for apparel that people at the gym will know that you are serious about your training. Need a testosterone booster that works? Check out Boomstick. Whatever you need, you'll find the best quality supplements on the market at Redcon 1. Go to redcon1.com. That's R-E-D-C-O-N, the number one.com, or go to superhumanradio.net 
and click the Redcon 1 banner ads today. If you've followed my transformation on Facebook, you've been wondering what I've done to create such dramatic results. One of the things is I've started every day with the Kegenix Prime and then trained fasted and remained fasted till my first meal at 2 o'clock. Kegenix Prime gives me all the energy I need while shutting down hunger. And since the ketones are bound to a quad mineral blend, I'm getting all the magnesium, calcium, potassium, and sodium I need to keep my minerals in balance. Try Kegenix Prime yourself. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Kegenix banner ad today and save 25% off your first purchase. Kegenix Prime. I couldn't have done it without. New Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just upped its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid-like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it favorably to powerful bodybuilding drugs at Synthogen.com. Mass Pro Synthogen. When you train with it, you'll gain with it. Hi, I'm Ashley Grace, co-founder of HM Company. Hemp CBD improved my life so much that I started HM Company to help others naturally feel better. You don't have to have had a severe brain injury like me to benefit from HM Company products. If you're struggling to feel better, calm your brain, or better deal with daily stress and want to do so naturally, please try HM Company products. Search HM Company and use code SHR for 20% off and free shipping. That's HMP Company and code SHR. Thrive Market wants to give you $60 in free organic products of your choice plus free shipping just to get you to check them out. Over 4,000 organic products to choose from and up to 50% off all their products. And shopping at Thrive Market is more convenient than anywhere else. Order online or on their app in minutes, day or night, and get everything delivered right to your door. Go to superhumanradio.net and click the Thrive Market banner ad and get your $60 in free organic foods and free shipping today. This is the Superhuman Channel, doing reps with the weight of the world. Yo, give me something to dance to. So today is the third day that I don't have that darn walking boot on anymore. Complete left foot reconstruction. And uh, Dr. Seeds is mad at me because um, I, he said to take the boot off for two hours a day. I took the boot off Sunday and I haven't had it back on. But I have to report, uh, I'm healing well. And uh, I'm excited, so excited I had to let you know. My guest today is Carrie Gillum. We're talking about her book, Whitewash, and it's a book exposing the connection between weed killer cancer and the corruption of science. Um, real quick, is, are there, is there any evidence that glyphosate is even on supposed organic foods at this point in time? <laughs> um, not that I'm aware of. Okay, good. But it, would, but it wouldn't surprise me. I know. I mean, it's, 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 it's you know... I don't understand why, like, more people in government aren't, like, really scared about this. Because this, I mean, well, that's another story. Anyway, so let's talk about the microbiome for a second. Um, it's my understanding that uh, one of the uh, undesirable traits of glyphosate is that it, it is a, a weak antibiotic, strong antimicrobial. Is that, fa- is that accurate? Yeah. Okay. And... Um, we are all aware of what happens when you expose yourself to antibiotics, especially low dose like that are given to livestock, uh, weight gain, uh, immune function issues, autoimmunity diseases because compromised gut and intestines. Um, we are seeing uh, today uh, some gut problems we've never seen in past generations. We have People who are extremely lean that have distended stomachs and look like they're pregnant, which is 
uh, inflammation. It's not visceral fat like in the traditional type 2 diabetes model. These people are lean. They're not diabetic. But yet their intestines and, and everything are just so inflamed. Uh, they all have gut problems. Drugs like Nexium are, you know, now over the counter are very, very popular. Proton pump inhibitors. Everybody's got digestive issues. Could it be the low-level drop, drip, drip, drip of glyphosate that people are consuming day in and day out? That is certainly something that scientists are looking at. There's actually some litigation uh, going on over that right now. There have been some research papers that have been put together that look at that. Uh, I mean, it's a real question because this, this glyphosate, this weed killer, has been on the market since 1974, and it was brought to market and marketed specifically as being so much safer uh, than other pesticides uh, being used by farmers and others. And one of its primary selling points is that while it affects the plant, uh, it, it disrupts a crucial sort of pathway that a plant needs to survive. The, the, the shikimate, the manufacturing, shikimate, right? The, the shikimate, shikimate pathway, yeah, right. right, for manufacturing aromatic amino acids in plants, but that didn't exist in mammals, in humans, and in animals. And that's sort of been like a key safety point for everyone. Um, but what we've come to realize is that bacteria, you know, that exist in, in our gut, uh, do have this this pathway, um, and when you disrupt this, if you're disrupting this beneficial microbiota in the human gut, this can contribute to a range of problems with the immune system and disease, and and that's a real concern because you know you don't know where that's going, and that and that can affect a variety of people, um, you know, young people, uh, vulnerable populations who are already immune challenged. Um, and, 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 yeah, so that's what people are concerned about. And, and as I said, there is some litigation ongoing right now. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Uh, so uh, I don't remember exactly if it was about three or four years ago I did a story. Um, uh, we did it on a casual Friday, which is kind of like a, we, we cover a lot of stories on casual Friday, about um, a small village in Nicaragua where they harvest uh, sugar cane. And uh, the, everybody was developing chronic kidney disease and literally losing their kidneys at very young ages. And uh, it, it, it came out in the story that what has been always what is traditionally done in, in sugarcane harvesting is they they set the field afire the day before to kill all the broadweed. So all they have are those stalks to chop at, and it makes getting through and harvesting easier. But what they also started doing some years ago was spraying the fields with glyphosate because it killed the leaves and made them dry, kind of like the palm you get on Palm Sunday, and it burns so much more thoroughly. And it was like, oh, yeah, so we spray it with glyphosate. Everything gets dry and brittle. Then we set that on fire, and we have like, it looks like bamboo now. It doesn't look like, like sugarcane fields anymore. And I actually contacted someone at Monsanto for that story and asked them, if they understood what metabolites are rendered when you burn glyphosate, and they said no, because it's not supposed to be burned. That was their answer. Well, you're not supposed to be burning it. All bets are off once you start doing that stuff. And I asked Dr. Anthony Samsell, and Samsell came back and said, absolutely, it could be contributing, and he, t he told me exactly what it converts to. Did, did anything ever come out of that story? I mean, that remains, you know, an issue with the CDC and others. I mean, people who have looked at this do consider this a very serious concern. 
uh, you know, chronic kidney disease, but they refer to it as, you know, chronic kidney disease of unknown etiology. So you can look at different exposure factors and you can look at different impacts. Um, I think the last time that we looked at this, you know, there were tens of thousands of people um, in this study region that, you know, had been affected and, and had died from this. But if you can blame it on one particular chemical um, or an array of factors is an open question. And that's, that is always what we run up against um, because people are exposed, of course, to not just one thing, right? <laughs> right. That, make, that, that actually makes it so convenient for the chemical companies. I mean, it makes it a lot easier for them to hide behind stuff. Well, it's not just, it's not just glyphosate that's ha- happening here. Um, have you looked at any of the? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I think I, I think I think you dropped out there for a second. Um, did, have you Have you looked at any of Dr. Anthony Samsell's works? Yes, we have. What do you think of what he is writing about uh, glyphosate being a synthetic a form of glycine and incorporating into tissue? Well, because I'm not a scientist, I have to rely on reporting and talking to scientists. And I've talked to Anthony Samsell um, and a few times and. Uh, I'm intrigued by his work, certainly. I know that there are many scientists who are skeptical of, of his work. I, I don't know. I mean, science is always evolving, right? And I think you you learn and you study things together and you see where it leads. So I, I don't know that I have opinion right now on that. Well, it's got to even be harder to have opinion when you witness science being corrupted in order to promote uh, an agenda. So talk about that. You, 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 in the title of your book, you talk about science being corrupted. What did you see that that was evidence of that in this particular uh, pl- play out here? Yeah, and that that's something that's that's not so uh, um, hard to define because what I've seen over these last twenty years of covering this, nineteen ninety eight till today, is an array you know thousands of pages of documents that I've obtained from EPA, FDA, USDA, and then have come out through this litigation. Um, that is pending against Monsanto now. They've turned over about 10 million pages of internal documents through discovery. And when you put this together, it lays out a pretty clear case that this company and different players in this chemical industry have worked really, really hard to suppress science, to corrupt science. They do things like ghostwriting research papers that go into published literature. They ghostwrite articles that appear in consumer magazines and and consumer websites that appear again to come from independent scientists when really some of them are written by PR agents for Monsanto or others. They funnel money to different academics at different universities to get them to um, you know, present propaganda to students and to lawmakers and others appearing to be independent. I mean, you can go on and on and on, but the evidence of deception um, is is mind blowing. Really? Wow. I mean, and see, you could write a whole book about it. That's th- what I did. <laughs> well, th- well, you know what? And this is what makes me sad because I want to put my faith in science, but a long time ago I realized that you can't and and for probably the better part of a decade i have been saying to my audience that when science contradicts what you know to be true always go with what you know to be true um you know there are some people who look at science you know and quite and i actually like to call it scientism there's a form of scientism out there it's when science becomes a religion you dig your heels in regardless of what evidence uh, opposes your science, you dig your heels in and say, no, my science is right. And that is the same thing that happens in religion. And and science is not supposed to be religion. You know, it's supposed to be 
critical thinking and and connecting dots and it's 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 anything but that in this day and age so when your book came out um did you get any pushback oh my goodness yes i've gotten a lot of pushback i've gotten pushback you know for gosh almost 20 years um since i started really understanding the industry while i was working at reuters and was writing stories that would present both sides, you know, the rewards as well as the risks, and not just quoting industry officials, but quoting critics, and and really opening up the debate um, for readers of Reuters around the world. The industry did not like that, and they've been hammering on me, as I said, for, you know, well more than a decade now. And when the book came out, you know, they did the same thing. They've done as much as they can to try to discredit the book, to try to dissuade people from reading the book, um, you know, they've had blog postings and they go after me on Twitter and social media. And um, they can't stand the fact that I continue to write about science and how they are corrupting it. Well, and the funny thing is, and this is the, this happens whenever I talk to people like, uh, do you know Howard Vlieger? Yes, I okay. do. Okay. You know, Howard's an old friend of mine. Um, I mean, there, there's so many people that we've talked to about glyphosate over the years now. Um, and, and, and all of the people I've had on this show don't have a competitive product to sell. They're not even in the chemical industry. Most of them are in agriculture and, and, and animal husbandry. Um, most of them are scientists at land-grant universities. We've had some great studies come out of Washington State. Um, none of them ever have an actual position to benefit from people not using glyphosate. And then the other side is exclusively people who benefit uh, from people using glyphosate. And it's, it's really hard for me to understand the, the, the logic applied by a person who weighs both of those opinions the same. Because, you know, we all know Asking the fox if the hen house is safe is a bad idea, right? So why would you take research provided by Monsanto with the same gravity as the research you've connected in your book? You, you don't, your life doesn't change if they sell it or they don't sell it. You have no dog in this fight. Uh, very true. I, I have no dog in this fight, and I, frankly, have not been someone who's called for a ban on glyphosate or said that no one should ever use glyphosate. That's not anything I even concern myself with. You know, I, there are benefits to the use of that chemical, like there are with other chemicals. There are also, you know, numerous risks, and the rewards have been trumpeted uh, and advertised and, you know, promoted. The risks have been hidden. Uh, I'm trying to bring balance to the debate, but to get to your point, uh, yeah, that's a question I've had. And when I spoke to the European Parliament last fall, that was something I raised. You have on one side chemical industry interest and the science that they promote, which declares this particular pesticide to be so very, very safe. And then you have numerous unconnected independent scientists, some of them who are considered very elite in their field from around the world, who have found evidence that this particular pesticide is, is very dangerous and could be very harmful to our health. And why you would, con you know, yeah. why you would consider the, the ones who have a profit motivation to be uh, more um, authentic than the independent one is, is mind-boggling to me. But the Europeans really, if we want to look at what they're doing, they 
are taking a very much more precautionary approach to this. They have woken up to the health impacts and the environmental dangers associated with widespread use of glyphosate, and they're, they're moving to limit it. Um, in the United States, we're doing the opposite. You know, you know what? You know what's funny. I was on a plane a couple years ago, and I was sitting down next to a guy who worked for a company, um, and I think they were in Kansas, but it's part of a very large uh, company that supplies fertilizers and all that sort of stuff to farmers. And I asked him how are glyphosate sales, and this was this was two years ago because I remember I was flying out to L.A. to work with. Uh, quest on a project out there and he said glyphosate sales are down almost 50 percent and i said really he said yeah you know there's a lot of pushback people are afraid of it and farmers are starting to back off of using it and farmers are afraid of it there's a lot of farmers that are claiming that they got diseases from using it and he said yeah it's really down so uh, you know I, i i suspect that monsanto sees this and monsanto's not stupid but they won't do away with glyphosate until – it's the same thing like BPA, right? Oh, but, but we're going to do away with BPA in three years. Oh, we did away with it. We have BPS now. Industry doesn't do away with anything when they're supposed to. They do away with it when they have another product to replace it so they don't lose revenue stream. And I want to talk about that. I want to take a break and talk about that because, you know, uh, Monsanto was threatening last year, I guess, to release a form of uh, 2,4-D – in something new, uh, we talked about it on the show. But there are, there are other weed killers out there that may be troublesome, I think, that you've pointed out as well, right? Right, definitely. Okay, so let's do this. Let's shift gears. Let's leave glyphosate alone. We beat up on it uh, pretty well. And let's talk about some other chemicals when we come back. Stay tuned. There are a few products that I believe in the way I believe in CanSee eye drops. I've been using CanSee for six months now, and the changes in my vision are nothing short of amazing. Wow, that's an old commercial. The truth is, I've been using CanSee eye drops for 11 years now, and I credit CanSee eye drops as being the reason that I do not need reading glasses at 58 years old. CanSee eye drops improve the quality and health of your eyes indefinitely. That's why I both use and endorse Cansey eye drops. Go to wisechoicemedicine.com and learn about how Cansey eye drops can improve the health of your eyes and the quality of your vision today. What if a sports nutrition company actually let you try all of their best products for free before you ever bought one? You'd be dreaming, right? Well, you're not dreaming. Head over to efxsports.com and grab their new sample kit that includes not one, not two, but six of their top sellers. That's right. Six different samples of their top sellers sent out to you immediately to try just cover a small shipping and handling fee and they're on their way to you see for yourself why efx sports has taken the industry by storm and why so many athletes worldwide depend on their products dominate their competition safely and legally head over to efxsports.com right now and click the efx sample kit in the online store and get your free kit today once again that's efxsports.com. Be dessert again with the new 100% natural line of high-protein, low-carb Quest protein bars. I love lemon cream pie and strawberry cheesecake, but you can choose from chocolate peanut butter, coconut cashew, or cinnamon roll as well. No matter which one you try, you'll feel like you're eating dessert. But this is no ordinary dessert. With 20 grams of high-quality whey protein isolate, 17 grams of prebiotic fiber, and sweetened with stevia, these bars will make you feel like you're cheating, but you're not. 
not, go to superhumanradio.com and click the Quest Protein Bar banner ad to learn more about these clean and delicious protein bars. Hey, this is Carl. Start your day just like I do with a high-dose lipospheric vitamin C from Live On Labs. You, too, can benefit from Live On Labs' lipospheric delivery system. No more pills or powders. That's outdated technology. Live On Labs has the world's most efficient vitamin delivery system, period. Learn a lot more today at liveonlabs.com and benefit from their new reduced pricing. That's liveonlabs.com, L-I-V-O-N, labs.com. When's the last time you look forward to taking your pre-workout? I mean, like thinking about it the night before, shaking it up, anticipating the way it tastes. The music starts to thump louder. The weight starts to get lighter. Get ready to feel that way. Bounty Hunter is that pre-workout. Bounty Hunter will make you believe in pre-workouts again. Get free shipping with code SHR on a jug of ridiculously delicious, badass vanilla bourbon Bounty Hunter. Go to wildwestnutrition.com or click the banner ad at superhumanradio.net. Now, the number one best-selling non-hormonal anabolic agent at PredatorNutrition.com. Progenedrex has established itself as the category killer. If you're having difficulty gaining muscle while staying lean, you owe it to yourself to try Progenedrex. 100% of store reviews rated it at five stars, the highest possible ranking. And today, right now, there are guys pouring their hearts out in the gym with little or nothing to show for it. Don't waste any more time. Go to PredatorNutrition.com today and get Progenedrex, the world world's absolute best drug-free muscle gainer. Mitochondrial uncoupling is the holy grail of fat loss. Making mitochondria work harder raises body temperature and metabolic rate without the jitters of stimulants. Now there is an over-the-counter mitochondrial uncoupler that will let you shred your body down to the last pounds of body fat. It's Trojan Horse. This is the supplement breakthrough of the decade. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Trojan Horse banner ad. Use coupon code SHR and save 20% off your order today. BlackstoneLabs.com. Trojan Horse. Spit that out right now. This is the Superhuman Channel. Welcome back to Superhuman Radio. I love this. Um, the Independent Publisher Book Award for most likely to save the planet went to Carrie Gillum. I think that's really that's really great. That is so cool. Um, so what are the other chemicals out there that uh, Monsanto is probably poised to slip in as they say, yeah, you're right, glyphosate's bad, we're going to remove it? <laughs> well, what we're already seeing, um, it's not an admission that glyphosate is bad, of course, but an admission that it has become less effective um, yeah. because farmers have used it so extensively and because of this Roundup Ready system, what's happened is we've had weeds develop resistance to yeah. glyphosate. Yeah, it's called, it's, called, it's called evolution, just in case any of the scientists at Monsanto are listening. Yeah, so <laughs> as, as farmers have struggled with weed resistance, glyphosate not working like it should... Uh, you know, they've either used more and more of it or they've, you know, just run into all problems and start hand-weeding fields. We've seen evidence of that. So what Monsanto has said is, well, you know, continue to use glyphosate, but why don't you also use dicamba, which is right. an older herbicide um, brought to market in the 1960s. Um, it's uh, associated with, you know, as are many pesticides, an array of human health dangers. Uh, 1992 study by the National Can- Cancer Institute um, found it, you know, pretty much doubled a farmer's risk of contracting non-Hodgkin lymphoma. But Monsanto says, let's use dicamba and glyphosate. So that's what they are pushing right now. 
Um, Dow Chemical has been pushing 2,4-D to deal with weed resistance, combining glyphosate with, again, another older herbicide named 2,4-D, which is a component in Agent Orange. People are familiar with that. Um, so we're having, you know, just more uh, <laughs> more use of herbicides on these crops to deal with the problems created by more use of herbicides. It's a vicious cycle. You know, the, the literally uh, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of pounds of chemicals sprayed on crops just in the United States. <clears throat> I remember one show that we did, it was probably five years ago, maybe closer to seven was actually with the scientists from Washington State that showed the occurrence of Parkinson's disease using a ring effect uh, geographically coming out from agricultural areas. It was it was startling. Um, and now we know that Parkinson's disease starts in the gut. I mean, the evidence now, in fact, there was a study that was just published that shows that most neurological diseases probably start in the gut. And when we when we say that to people, they think, oh, you know, what does that mean? Well, start anything that starts in the gut is autoimmunity. You develop autoimmune disorders where your body starts to attack its own tissue. And so these chemicals that have to be used to produce our foods, uh, our, our crops, are killing us. And Unfortunately, they don't kill you quickly because then then somebody will go, oh, he died when he. They kill you slowly, very very slowly, and 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 because they kill you so slowly, it's hard to say. Oh, it was from the dicamba. It was from the glyphosate. It was from some chemical that was sprayed on a crop. But be assured, folks, these chemicals should not be eaten. They shouldn't be come in contact with your skin. I mean, hell, the one that they use on potatoes, uh, we, we talked about that uh, last year. Uh, they have to be put in a, in, a, in a silo, and no humans can go in there for like six days until the vapor burns off because it'll kill you. So we're just, we, you know, I, I say three, five hundred years from now, future civilization is going to look back at us and see us as barbaric but for a different reason than we look back to the 16 and 1700s when they were dragging people through the streets to punish them and setting their entrails on fire. But they were giving people mercury back then to cure diseases. We know that's a bad idea. Five, 300 years from now, they're going to go, oh, my God, between the pharmaceutical companies poisoning them and the destruction of the food supply, these people didn't have a chance. That's what they're going to yeah. say about us someday. I I think I, I agree with you on that. I mean, when I'm talking to these people and you look at the science and the research, it's just really startling. As you said, it talked about Parkinson's. You know, studies have shown that, that people exposed to pesticides have a 70% higher incidence of Parkinson's. You know, farmers, 2.5 times uh, the rate of, uh, of developing Parkinson's if they're exposed to something like Paraquat, which has been a popular pesticide used in farming. You know, our National Cancer Institute, working with our um, National Institute of Occupational Safety and Environmental Health Sciences, has tied these pesticides, I, you know, maybe I mentioned this already, to thyroid cancer, ovarian, breast, brain, kidney. You know, these things do damage to our bodies, and we're spraying them on our food, and we're consuming them in our diet on a regular basis, uh, and we just don't have science to tell us that that's okay 
uh, even though our government continues to tell us not to worry about it. Yeah, but you have that. That's why. So things in life change by evolution or revolution. And the reality is that we can actually start a quiet grassroots revolution. And here's how you do it. It's called voting with your dollars. So if you want agriculture to change the way they grow crops, don't buy the crops that you know they're growing the way you don't like them and buy the crops they do. They get it. If stuff goes old on the shelf and stores start throwing stuff away and stores start sending stuff back, they go, something's wrong. They do a, you know, a, a, they do a, some sort of a, a control group. They ask questions. They go, oh, people don't like that. Let's get it out of it. Because these companies will sell you what they want to sell you or they will sell you what you want them to sell you. But it starts with voting with your dollars. And when I talk to people about buying organic foods, and they say, oh, it's just too expensive. I shake my head. I think to myself, you have to be crazy. Do you realize the chemical load that you're giving your body every day when you have that healthy salad? <laughs> That's a really good point. Exactly. And uh, what I'm hearing from food companies, I've been meeting with many of them you know, over the last several years. But what I've been hearing more recently is they get it. And as you said, they're driven by consumer demand. And they are deathly afraid that this is the next sort of GMO labeling battle. Consumers were concerned about GMOs and, you know, voted with their dollars and really want things that they know aren't, are not GMOs. Um, this is the next, you know, the next battleground. They see consumers ever increasingly educated about pesticide residues in their foods and wanting foods that they know are pesticide free, but perhaps they don't want to spend the money on organic. So you're seeing companies go out there and try to set up supply chains try to encourage farmers to reduce their pesticide loads and grow foods in a way that is healthier for the environment and healthier for the people who eat it. Uh, and they, they haven't gotten it figured out yet, but, you know, they're really working on it because they know consumers are smart and, you know, will we'll vote with their, their wallets. Several companies are now offering in-home glyphosate testing. Have you done it yet? I, I have, yes. And what did, you, <laughs> what did you learn? Would you share with us what you found out? Well, I don't remember the exact levels, but I had glyphosate in my urine. I mean, I think pretty much anybody does. If you if you look at the studies that have been done around right, the world, right? You know, and and now I would imagine that that you you live with your eyes open, so you probably eat organic and you try to avoid anything that has glyphosate in it. So if you have it in your urine, then we're all damned. <laughs> I, I had pretty low. I was pretty low. Right. Yes, I was pretty low, which was which was you know healthy, but. I, I don't know what other levels, right? I mean, what other levels of pesticides? That would only be screening for glyphosate. And as we know, the food we eat, we've got a whole array of fungicides, insecticides, and pesticides that are allowed in our food that we're consuming. And, and see, so, and, and, my, and my real concern with this is everybody thinks that, oh, well, if you wash your produce with vinegar and water, it gets – but but when they're spraying this stuff in the and the and the crop is in the growing phase – it's picked up by the root system and incorporated into the flesh of whatever you're eating. It's got to still be in there. It's not just on the surface. It is in the flesh. I have uh, I had an FDA scientist tell me, always peel your apples. And I said, why? That's the healthiest part is the peel. And he said, no, it is not the healthiest. The highest levels of the pesticides are going to be on the peel. They are still going to be in the meat of the fruit. You're still going to get it when you eat that apple. 
But if you if you peel the skin, you're at least going to reduce it a little bit. And it's like, you know, Lord, you can't escape it. I want to cry right now, and I'm being sincere. When you said that, I thought, my God, it's it, this. It, there's no way to get away from it. I mean, even if you grow your own food, if your neighbor sprays or the, the your, your neighbor sprays glyphosate on the driveway because they want to kill the weeds. You, 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 the, the chances of it blowing on your food and uh, your crop. So every one of the things Monsanto used to love to talk about was, well, glyphosate has a very short half life in the soil. That that's got to be turning out to be a lie now, right? Short, um, you know, a few years perhaps. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but wow. But but I mean, it, it depends. You, most people aren't just using it one time; they're using it over and over and over again. Um, and what scientists have found is that it, it has a really detrimental impact on the soil. It affects the, the health, the healthy um, microbial community within the soil. It affects the plants. The plants become more vulnerable to disease. Perhaps you're going to add more fertilizer and more fungicide. You know, it, it again is a vicious um, sort of cycle, and it all ends up in the food that we eat, of course. Yeah, and you got a lot of really good reviews on this book, too. I mean, it's, uh, it's it, you know, Erin Brockovich, uh, said some great things about this book. Um, you know, I applaud what you're doing, uh, but do, are you frustrated? I would be so frustrated that every media outlet, everybody isn't talking about this because if we all started talking about it, the change would happen faster. I think it's hard. I think I've been doing this for so long that I am not easily led around by either side. You know, I can really sort of dig down below the surface, so it's easier for me. But if you're a young reporter or you're someone who doesn't cover this industry and hasn't for a long time, it's really confusing to try to get to the truth. And the suppression of the truth is a really specific strategic plan by the industry. They're trying to silence lead toxicologists right now in our National Institutes of Health. They're trying to fire them, get them fired, because they're trying to warn the public about these issues. You know, it's I'm a small fish. There are some much bigger fish out there who are, um, you know, people are coming after them because they're trying to, to alert the public. You know, I worry about Samsell for that reason, because he is so in their face all the time. And he actually went to, he went to some function. He sent me pictures of it. He went to some function and he's shaking hands and then he shows me a picture of a guy who's shaking his hand but scowling and he said this was the FDA representative uh, that was at this function. And, you know, um, you know, Samsung's a bit of a zealot. I get it. Um, But at the same time, the emails that he got through the Freedom of Information Act uh, between the CDC and Monsanto uh, are really pretty damning. And I just don't understand why it takes so long to act on this kind of stuff. Like somebody should be saying, okay, no more. We're banning glyphosate until further notice, until we can figure out what's going on here. Like farmers, figure it out. You want to be in the, you want to be a farmer? Start growing the way your great granddaddy did. You know, you're going to have to go out there and pick, pick weeds. That's all. Because we're poisoning the people that we propose to be feeding. And that seems to me to be the bottom line here. And why industry and and government can't get their heads around that, to, to me, is just uh, uh, unfathomable. Well, you have to look at how much money there is in Washington and who has it. And, uh, you know, yeah. money talks. 
And that's the way our system is set up. And I think until we change it, the powerful corporations and the profit motivations are going to continue to hold sway. So if you're not convinced yet that you should be doing everything you can do to avoid these chemical herbicides, uh, buy the book Whitewash. It's the story of A Weed Killer, Cancer, and the Corruption of Science by Carrie Gillum. I would imagine it's at wherever finer books are sold. Uh, You can also get it online. Uh, It's a great book. In fact, uh, Nick Williamelli just posted on my Facebook page, I just bought the book. So that's good. More people need to buy the book because when you're armed with the facts, you can also carry the message forward because that's what we need. We need a grassroots effort of carrying this message forward to all the people in our circle of influence so each of them can become a disciple and carry it forward because then when the truth gets out, These companies will have no choice but to remove it. The way everybody pushed back on BPA, unfortunately, we got snookered with BPS, and I predicted that. I said it. I said, whatever they replace BPA with is going to be just as bad of an endocrine disruptor, and sure enough, it is. But if we, at least if we educate people, they can at least make good decisions based on facts, and that's really, at the end of the day, the most important thing. It's full disclosure of the facts so that you can make informed decisions. Uh, Carrie, this is a great book. I commend you on this. This is fantastic. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you for doing it. You take care. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Okay. And uh, that's it for today. Uh, If you want to learn more about Carrie Gillum, you can go to her website, CarrieGillum, G-I-L-L-A-M.com. She's got a great website there, lots of good information. Thanks to Dr. Jeff. Uh, His new Andropause book will be on my website, SupremeRadio.net. Uh, later this afternoon, we're going to give away some free copies, so just go there. Uh, we'll probably only do that through Tuesday or Wednesday of next week, and then you'll have to go to Barnes & Noble and buy it from there. And that's it for today. I'm off the air tomorrow, but I'll be on the air Friday. We have a great episode of The Gadget Guy on Friday. Uh, we're going to be experimenting and talking about a new app uh, that does both uh, brain entrainment and binaural beats. I'm checking it out now, and i got to tell you, it's legit. Thanks for listening today. We'll see everybody on Friday.